Hello, this is Dr. Nancy O'Reilly, and I would like to welcome you to Smart Amazing Conversations with Dr. Nancy, a podcast that takes a look at stories of life and leadership for smart, amazing women and men like you. The most important thing is showing up. Don't think that you have to bring anything. Bring yourself, show up, and and remain steadfast and be a... If you are in a position of leadership and a position of management, bring women along with you. Supporting women is my passion and my purpose. And talking with other women and men who promote women's leadership is one of my favorite things to do. I've yet to meet a woman who did not know what she really wanted. She was just either afraid to ask the questions or she was afraid of what the answers meant. Their stories connect us and help us to understand that the possibilities are endless if we support each other and lift other women up. Trust is created by persistent identity. I show up as myself time and time and time again. And trust is built. It's one conversation at a time. Hello, I'm Dr. Nancy O'Reilly, and I'm pleased to welcome Jennifer Faust to Smart Man Conversations with Dr. Nancy. She became the new CEO of Girls Inc. of Greater Santa Barbara on January 3rd. As a woman leadership advocate and policy expert, Jen's 35-year career has focused on ensuring girls' and women's empowerment and equal participation. With a background in international social justice and policy development, Jen worked to secure economic and voting rights for women in Cosno, 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 no, how do you say that? Kosovo. Kosovo, thank you. And other countries and served in the U.S. Peace Corps, organizing broad-based economic empowerment improvements for women groups in Haiti. In her most recent position, Jen served as executive director of the Pacific Council on International Policy at USC. She earned a bachelor's degree in business management from George Washington University and a master's degree in political economy from the London School of Economics and Political Science. So I'm so excited to talk with you again. We've just had lunch, so it's just been very, very few days ago that we had a wonderful conversation, and I can't wait to continue to talk about Girls, Inc. and what your plans are, because I know you've got lots and lots of plans. So welcome. Thank you, Dr. Nancy. This is really thrilling. I'm glad to be here as the new CEO of Girls, Inc. of Santa Barbara and to be able to help share share what we do with the community. Well, now the first part is most important because so many women will look at someone like yourself and and think everything's been so easy. Your road uh, mm-hmm. to success and where you are today is has been so so uh, easy and, and you're successful and you're intelligent and you're attractive. So we, we, we always talk about the story, how you got to be where you are. And, and, and I know when we start to tell the story, we, we find that uh, we've all had our trials and tribulations, but also taken a journey to become who we are to this day. And first of all, I'd like to add, I did not add that you are a twin. That's right. <laughs> Which I think in itself uh, says a lot. The Peace Corps being a twin were two of the things that really struck me as being extremely important information. But tell us about you. How did you get to be you, the person I'm talking to today? You're absolutely right, Dr. Nancy, that it, it, it is a journey. And there were a lot of people on the journey along with me. I have to go back to the support I got from really strong female figures in my life as an early you know, early child, I saw my mother go back to school to get her degree to become a teacher. 
even though she was raising a family of there's six of us or four kids. I, I saw my aunts, you know, just do what they needed to do. And I always felt supported and always felt encouraged to do whatever it was that I wanted to do, even if it wasn't easy. And it was really only in my college or other adult years that I realized that not everybody got that kind of support from people in their close knit community. So here I was going along thinking that I was going to be a Peace Corps volunteer. I was going to change the world that way. I landed in Haiti in the 90s after the coup. It was an eye-opening experience. It allowed me to build my own character and my own resilience and understand what it took to be in a community and um, you know, not know anything, even though I, I felt like I knew so much because I'd already graduated from, from college at that point. But just to have to learn everything and be humbled that way really, really changed who I was. It's made me think about how we take our precious resources in the world and use them in a way that's going to be most meaningful. And a lot of the resources that we have are time, energy, and intellect. So I thought that, you know, going from the Peace Corps, going from the grassroots experience, seeing how difficult it was to overcome some of the challenges because the policy environment around us in Haiti wasn't supporting the, you know, the needs of the people. That's what launched me into a policy career. And so for the last two decades almost, I've been in a foreign policy and global affairs field, a field that is really dominated by men. It's one of those industries where it's really rare to find a top level executive, an ED, who's a woman who's at a think tank doing global affairs, let alone doing it in California, as opposed to in Washington or the North Atlantic Carter. So all of these experiences along the way just really taught me how to be resilient and rely on myself, but also be encouraged by other people. And that's what I want to do as part of the leadership here at Girls Inc. is to make sure every girl has her own version of the experience that, that I was able to get because my community supported me, because I was told I could do anything that I wanted to do, um, and because I found a way to do it, even in the face of a really, uh, you know, an industry that was really dominated by men. So I learned all the struggles that I needed to learn, and I don't want my daughter or my son or anybody else's daughters or sons to have to go through the same kind of struggles to make sure that their voice is heard and that they can lead the way that they want to in whatever, whatever space they're in. Well, you, you couldn't have put it in a, in a more succinct fashion as you've just done. But uh, again, some of the key things that I'm hearing is that you started out with already strong female mo role model in your own family to support you. And then you continue through that process, finding other ways to, to learn and to grow. Haiti, of course, was the Peace Corps. I, I you know, I mean, I, I, I told you we, I was a volunteer also in many respects, and that's a, uh, that is a totally different, uh, you know, way to look at the world. Is that giving, giving back, and seeing resources and sharing resources, but again, having strong women. Uh, you know, you you were on the path and the journey that you've taken, and then the policies, and that the procedures and the things that are so important that, you know, we we have to we have to understand how the world works. It's going to be such a uh, you're going to be such a treasure to Girls Inc. Women Connect for Good has been supporting Girls Inc. for many years now, but the most important thing is it's really a very, very simple concept, which is Women, Con women Connect for Good's concept is women supporting the efforts and the mission and the, the dreams and aspiration of other women. And that's really what Girls Inc. is doing also. But it's inspire girls to be strong, to be smart, and to be bold. Feel her fire and she will change the world. You know, and it's, it's so simple. 
that's, that's what we don't understand is that if one person, sometimes if one person in our life as we're growing and maturing and going through our education or a job or whatever, uh, we meet that one person who's, who lifts us up and tells us, you know, we can do it. We can do anything if we put our minds to it. I mean, it just changes the world. And, and that's really how simple Girls Inc. is. I know it's, there's so many programs, but tell us about the programs. Tell us about Girls Inc. and Santa Barbara. And, and you know, you really, you're, you're still a newbie there. But I, I, in talking to you, I, I kept hearing you go, but I have lots and lots of plans. So, so tell us a little bit about uh, Girls Inc. and uh, Santa Barbara and uh, the programs. And, and we'll, we'll talk about some of your plans as well. That's great. Right. So, Inspiring all girls to be strong, smart, and bold, and fuel her fire are, are just some of these things that just give us all goosebumps, right? right? It seems it seems so simple, but it really is about the people around you. One of the things that makes the Girls Inc. experience so special is the, the mentorship that girls get with the facilitators and others. So you, if you can see it, you can be it. Um, so the the way we do it, using the Girls Experience, which is a national program, research-based evidence curriculum to help girls understand, you know, what, what they need to do to be successful in their lives is really, really powerful. We've been doing it for since 1958 here in Santa Barbara and dating back to the 1860s nationally as wow. a, girls, a girls justice organization. And we've reached thousands of girls here in Santa Barbara and plan to reach many thousands more. There's about pre-pandemic, I'm going to give you some, some numbers um, because things have changed during pandemic, of course. Sure, sure. Uh, we're building back. Uh, but pre-pandemic, there were about 1,200 girls who came through the program here in Greater Santa Barbara on an annual basis. And these are girls from the young ages of four and a half, TK, all the way up through elementary years to the junior high years and high school, age 18. Um, and we make a difference at every different part of, of their lives. And we hope that a girls and girl stays through the whole, whole experience. Um, but it's, it's not always easy, especially in the middle school and junior high years. That's where a lot of things start to change. 65% of the girls who come through our program belong to racial or ethnic min minority groups here in Santa Barbara. 50% are from families earning $30,000 or less. This is Santa Barbara. 50% uh, are from single parent households. So we know there's a great need in the community and we wanna be there to help not just the girl, but the whole family in ways that we can because we are a trusted and reliable source for girls here in Santa Barbara and have been for almost 65 years and plan to be so for at least another 65. Even though I wish I wish that our mission was one that we could say would ever go away. We just, we know it's not gonna go away, but we know we can make significant change in the next few decades if we really Absolutely. work together and new strategy and new vision around Girls Inc. in Greater Santa Barbara. So that's what I'm after. I think I forgot when you were telling me that at lunch that 1864, I mean, we, 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 we have so many wonderful things going on in our country that people do not know about. And awareness is key. But I mean, if the girls that have graduated from your program, I know we talked about some of the testimonials and some of the, the many girls that have gone through the program and have come back. What, what are some of the things that they're saying and doing and what's it like to bring them back to talk to the graduates, to talk to the uh, current members of Girls Inc.? It's, it's really quite amazing in a city like Santa Barbara to see so many girls who've gone through the program who continue to, to reside here in Santa Barbara. So you can see them in government office, 
uh, supporting legislators. You can see them in the big institutions around town. I, I was walking through the halls of Santa Barbara High School just a week or so ago. My daughter goes there. And uh, there was a picture of one of their, their proudest alumna on the wall. And the very last part of her bio said she credits all of her success to her Girls Inc. experience. Oh, wow. It was what pushed her to challenge herself and continues to push her to challenge herself. I reached out to this, this girl who's now a woman whose portrait is hanging in the halls of Santa Barbara High School. And I, I took a picture and I sent it to her and I said, this is amazing. We'd love to get you more involved in Girls Inc. And she wrote me back the most beautiful message just saying that it's all true. Even though she wrote that probably earlier in her career, even now she still credits Girls Inc. for making that difference for her. And so that's what we want the girls to hear when, when the alumna come into the programs and, and meet with them and talk with them. And it's not just about the stories, it's about the feeling that everyone has when they're, when they're part of a network of people, girls and women who are there for them and have had the same similar experience. They know that they're always gonna be there in trust, a trusted place for them to come back to. Yeah, well, I, I've had the honor of not only speaking to the girls, I've been to the luncheons, of course, which are phenomenal, the speakers that come in and that you're, I mean, the women and the speakers that you bring in and the girls, the girls basically do the whole program, which is also amazing. Uh, you know, they get up and they speak. And I mean, these are young girls and these are all ages, but basically run the luncheon and are the speakers and orchestrate that luncheon and those, the commentators. And to me, again, it's just an example of, you know, if, if they can see it, they can be it. And I think that's part of what happens with Girls Inc. is that not only do they see other girls who have been through the program, like this young woman that you were talking about who graduated uh, through the program and is now a woman, but they see it, they can believe it. And I think that's been, been, true, been true of everything as far as women's leadership. We can't be what we can't see, what we can't see what they're doing, what they're saying and how they are behaving. But Girls Inc. is starting that so, so early uh, are there other other girls or other women that you can think of that, I mean, these stories are phenomenal. I, you know, like I said, testimonials to me are the most, are the key to, to really understanding that you put these girls on a journey and a path that they will never, ever forget. What, any other stories like that? Well, I can tell you about um, an experience I had when I was over at our Goleta Valley campus. I was sitting outside with my laptop doing a Zoom and I looked looked down the steps and there were some girls on the other side of the, the green space. And they were they had these flowers and these pieces of grass that they were picking. And I said, what, what are you doing over there? And they said, they were making fruit salad. And I said, a fruit salad, that sounds yummy. Can I join? I was on the other side of the fence. I said, well, you're over there on that other side of the fence. I said, well, I'm coming over. And so I came over and it was just, so this isn't an alumna story, but this is the imagination that these girls have, that they're allowed to flourish and think and be creative. If you think about where, where future solutions are coming from, it's from this next generation that's coming, coming up through the grade schools and the junior highs and the high schools. And they, they need a place to be imaginative because in these schools, things are really tough right now coming through pandemic. We've seen it. I've seen how some of the ways that socially kids are interacting with each other right now is really put back by the, the years of being out of a social setting. And it's not just the young kids who, you know, might be starting kinder or first grade and never have really interacted with other kids, at least on a, you know, um, a periodic basis. But it's the junior high school students and the high school students as well, who are floundering to figure out like what they can say and what they can do. And 
all they're seeing around them is a lot of negativity, trying to imagine that there's a world where they can not only exist, but they can thrive and flourish is going to take some creativity. It's going to take some places that are just encouraging the positive in yeah. the world that, that we see too. Yeah, that, that social development, uh, that, as you said, that social interaction. And, you know, and of course, with smartphones and all the different things, computers, some of these <laughs> kids really don't even know how to have a conversation, make eye contact, you know, really engage in, in actual conversations. But the Girls Inc. Inc. girls are already learning at such a young age to engage with each other, but uh, adults as well. And the self-esteem and the self-confidence is just, they thrive. There's no doubt about it. You know, you mentioned the family. So how does it, you know, and again, uh, these many of these girls come from underserved populations and oftentimes single parents. But what is the impact for families and how does that really uh, assist them as far as in their day-to-day -day lives? Right. right. So right now, as we're exiting from the pandemic era, we, we see how families need extra supports in every single way. And for them to know that they can trust Girls Inc. to provide a pro-girl environment, a safe environment, one that encourages all of the things that the Girls Inc. Bill of Rights encourages, like healthy body image, um, you know, um, sports and, and um, you know, learning about careers and life planning, self-reliance and life skills, leadership and community action, for these families to know that there's a place that is actually catering to their, their girl, it's really, really important. And let me also flash back a little bit to the 2020 and 2021 and the pandemic era. We were the lifeline for many families, many families who don't necessarily know where they fit within the community, who don't necessarily speak fluently in the languages that, that information to provide wraparound services are published in. Um, could call Girls Inc. and could talk to a facilitator who worked with their girl and knew their family. And, and, you know, to the extent where they would even say, we don't even know how to get food right now, Girls Inc., because we are that place in their family that has been there year after year after year. They know that, you know, even in the most treacherous or um, potentially scary times, that they could call someone at Girls Inc. And that girl, that facilitator, um, that employee would know them and know their family and know that they weren't just saying they don't have groceries and, and we figured out how to get an Instacart to them. You know, we, we followed up with them and made sure that they, they were taken care of throughout that very scary time and into the future now as things start to normalize a little bit or at least re, you know, re-gel into something that is not as scary as it was back in the pandemic era. To navigate in this world, it takes a uh take some tools and to know the right people. So creating lifelines is extremely important, but, but later what you've also created for these girls are networks. And I'm sure many of these girls who've become women have probably connected over the years and continue. Um, do you have any reunions coming up or what, what are some of yes. your plans? What are some of your big oh. plans? Because you, bringing all these girls together that have graduated to me would be, uh, what, a, what a resource for Girls Inc. But it, again, yes. these alumni are, are such valuable resources for Girls Inc. Yes, you're, you're spot on, Dr. Nancy. That's exactly part of the big planning that's going on right now. We have an event coming up in September, on the 17th of September, called the She is Beautiful Run. It's a 5K, 10K run walk 
and we partner with the organizers and it supports Girls Inc., this run walk. And so it's an opportunity where girls who've gone through the program can come back to Santa Barbara if they're not here or if they are here, bring in their friends. And it's an opportunity for the whole community to come together. And I see, I envision that September run as the opportunity to start to build in some of these convenings that you're talking about, a major summit that will speak for girls. We'll, we'll talk about what is the girl's voice? What are the teens and the young women's voices in the world today? And how, how do they have their own thought leadership you know, here in Santa Barbara? Um, I'm super excited because Girls Inc. National received one of the big grant awards from the Equality Can't Wait uh, project, which is funded by Melinda Gates French and Macaulay uh, I know about it. Mackenzie Scott. Right. I know very much about it. That's fantastic. That is, and I heard that. That is wonderful. What that means is we can have a targeted extension of our programming from beyond years 18 up to ages 24 so that we are with the girls and the young women when they go into their college ready or career ready phase. Wow. So for, from four years old to 24 yes. years old, what a wonderful journey for, well, you're going to have to extend it because you're, as you, as you continue this uh, reunion, the, the, our more seasoned women like myself will be such a value to, uh, to Girls Inc. Well, that's exciting because, well, you got to put uh, Women Connect for Good in that mix. Because we will. Absolutely. Will it fits right into what we what we're all doing so okay that's you know and one of the things that you mentioned and i i, I can't we kind of skimmed over it you said the bill of rights what is the bill mm-hmm. of rights for girls at girls inc because that to me seems like a a pretty important piece it is but we we here at girls inc have devised a girls inc bill of rights for girls and it says that girls have the right to be themselves and resist gender stereotypes that's one they can express themselves yeah. with originality and enthusiasm. They take risks and strive freely and take pride in their success. That's the third girl's bill of right. Um, the fourth is to accept and appreciate their bodies. And the fifth is to have confidence in themselves and be safe in the world. And then finally, to prepare for interesting work and ec- economic independence. Now, these seem like they are natural things that we shouldn't have to put on paper as girls' bills of rights but they're not, not every girl feels like this is her right. And so we've declared it in the Girls Inc. Bill of Rights. But I also wanna say that this is the same Bill of Rights that even boys should have. So it's not necessarily- Human rights, human rights. But it is one where we we recognize that there there are issues that our girls face in this world and their body image, um, their economic independence, these are not things that everybody holds up for them as what they're entitled to. So we do here at Girls Inc. Well, awareness is key, you know, and understanding and awareness and these, uh, especially girls that are coming from families that, you know, again, your Latina population, your population of, of, of these, these particular families, you know, really need whatever assistance they can to help them navigate in whatever way can help them to continue to be successful in their, in their families, in their work, and also in their community. So now I, I, actually, I would like that Bill of Rights. I think Women Connect for Good, we'd love to uh, share that with all women and men. And because again, we have to continue to, uh, make people aware and, and continue to say this is this is who you are this is what you deserve and and everyone deserves every every conceivable right that they're I mean we everybody deserves to be happy there's no doubt about it and these girls are more deserving uh, than anyone 
Okay, well, what can we do to help Girls Inc? What are the things that you would like to see people do? We will continue to support Girls Inc at Women Connect for Good and programs and so forth. But what, what can other people do that say, I just don't know how I can help? Yes. Well, so one one thing that you'll be so before I get to what people can do to help, one thing I, I want to highlight that you'll be seeing that's new from Girls Inc is a more intentional focus on advocacy for girls and being the voice for girls. So that's as you're hearing this, it's going to take the whole community to support the rights of girls. It's not just going to be the Girls Inc. girls coming through our programs, whether they be in the Girls Inc. experience or the gymnasium where we have a sports program. It's going to be the whole family and the whole community. And that's how we make systemic change in the world. It's not by relying on just legislation and bills being passed. It's by being real time in the community and saying these are these are things that we need to push for because it's the right thing to do for girls. And so you'll see you'll see more girls coming through the Girls Inc. program with their skills and abilities to do it in their day-to-day, -day, whether they be in the classroom setting and they need to stand up for themselves or someone else, or on larger issues that are facing our society right now. I know girls really care about what's happening with climate change, for example, and they don't feel really great about their future when they look at that. There's other things around um, creating safe and supportive spaces for girls. And we're seeing big changes. Who knows what's going to come down the line from the Supreme Court, you know, as things change there. So we don't know what the issues will be that the girls want to take up as their issues to support in the community, but they're going to be doing it. So I ask the community to engage with that when you see that happening, because it's, it's going to take us all to make a big difference. Absolutely. Systemic change, it starts from at every level. So giving the community tools, first creating awareness, but then actually giving tools that we can we can do these things. Uh, how about other things that uh, yes. we can do as far as, you know, I mean, again, right. money's, a bit, money's a big deal, isn't it? It's always, we, we, we never say <laughs> no <laughs> to anyone who wants to invest in our mission financially. Of course, there's ways to donate always, but there's also ways to give your time and your thought leadership. So on a volunteer basis, there are different opportunities throughout the year. This 5K run walk race in September is one where we'll need community volunteers. I think some, something to the tune of 60 volunteers, which is larger than what we can provide from our staff here. So we'll be doing a call out to the community to help volunteer on the, um, in that way. And then when we convene events as well, um, there's opportunities for volunteers. We uh, used to have a lot of homework help and boost help and as, as we go through our strategic planning this summer and finalize our new strategy in July, I imagine that we're going to be expanding our volunteer program quite robustly. So keep a lookout for that. Uh, the other ways you can help is refer girls to our program. Like a lot of people know about our programs, but we both have the Girls Inc. experience that's based at our centers and that we go into schools to administer, as well as our gymnasiums where uh, we have club sports for girls and for boys, frankly. So refer girls to our programs. Also, when we do get to a place where we can launch a membership, so I've been talking about community, been talking about how the community gets involved in Girls Inc. I think there are ways for the community to be involved without having had to necessarily have gone through the program as a girl. And so we're looking at a way of creating a member community for Girls Inc. That would include people like you, Dr. Nancy, anyone, you know, any 
woman, man, any, anyone in any way who feels like they have an affinity and a, and a connection to our mission, we'd love them to be part of our member community so that when there's more opportunities where we're making more change in the world, we have all these member ambassadors who are part of what we're doing and will help us you know, in the day-to-day conversations that they're having to help advance uh, some of the messages that we have at Girls Inc. And then finally, as you pointed out in the very beginning, support us. Donations are always welcome. We operate at a three to $5 million budget on an annual basis. Before pandemic, it was bigger. And after pandemic, it's smaller, but we're growing back. And I imagine that you'll see Girls Inc. Uh, flourishing and quadrupling its, its size over time in a, in a measured way. Yeah. So there'll be, there's, there's more to invest in definitely. Yeah, but I also know looking at your budget and other numbers is that most of the money and the funds that are, that are given are go, go to direct services. So I think a lot of people need to know that also is that the money management at Girls Inc. is also exa- excellent, but uh, volunteers, money and members, you've got some great things uh, in the, in the forecast and, and I see nothing but success for Girls Inc. What are some of your final thoughts? Because I know we could talk forever about Girls Inc, but uh, I can just tell you this now, Women Connect for Good is a, it definitely wants to be a partner and fits right in with the mission. Uh, our missions are, are, are definitely on the same path and the same journey. So what are some of your final thoughts and, and how, can we, how can they reach you and where, where can they go now? Yes. So anybody who has a reaction to this and want to wants to be part of Girls Inc., please connect with me on LinkedIn. I'm pretty active there as an individual, as well as through our website at Girls Inc., which is girlsincsb.org. Um, but what I've talked to you about, Dr. Nancy, is a bigger vision of how what's happening in the local community connects to the regional, the national, and the global. So I think, you know, I want to encourage people to think about that. When you see an issue in our in our day-to-day community, think about how it connects up to the global and what's going on around the world. Girls are facing issues not just here in Santa Barbara, but in other places around the world. And so we're in we're in a, a network of sisterhood where you know what changes we make here can have positive repercussions in other places as well. And being aware of that is really, really important. Finally, I also want to say that Girls Inc. of Greater Santa Barbara is here in California. And there are 10 other affiliates for Girls Inc. in California. California is a very special place for Girls Inc. Even though we are, we're national and international into Canada, we see things happening here in California first in so many ways. So we're at Girls Inc. We're on the cutting edge of so many things because we're based in California that the rest of the national network doesn't necessarily see until some time has passed. When you think about innovation, it's all happening here in California. So it's changing our society. It's changing the things that we do and we know. Um, and then we're the Petri dish here in California to figure some of this out before the rest of the, the nation, the region or the world get, get the same level of newness that is coming along. So please don't forget how special it is to be in California, to be seeing these issues come at us first, to be on the forefront and pioneering changes and systemic ways of dealing with this for the girls in our communities. And think about how powerful it is because California is the most inclusive state because we do take approaches that sometimes seem far out there, but it allows us to calibrate you know, in California to make the right, the right call. And so being a girl and a teen or a young woman in this environment means that you have so many possibilities in front of you because 
if there's a problem, there's probably a solution being developed here in California right now. So imagine if you're a girls and girl and you, you have that strong, smart, bold, you, you like people are full of fueling your fire. Imagine what you can do to make change and affect change, not just for yourself, um, for others in California and then everybody else in our country. So those are my final thoughts. Fantastic. Well, the one thing that we have to remember, we're all in this together and it's going to take us all to keep, keep continuing to move forward in our lives and assisting people at their, in their homes, in their communities and, and the global reach as well. So uh, we just have to, we still got some work to do. I know we talked about that. We'd like to uh, kind of run ourselves out of business, but for now we still are in business and there's such so many great things that we can do, but empowering one girl, lifting one girl as we rise, if we lift every, if every woman and every girl lifted another girl or woman as they rise, just think what the world would be like today. But uh, Jennifer, Jen, thank you so much for what you're doing. Uh, I think uh, Girls Inc. of Santa Barbara is going to be extremely successful and having you on board is a good thing. So thank you for what you're doing. Continue success in all things and keep us posted on events and put us down for that 5K. And what was that date again, September? September 17th, it's a Saturday. September Here in Santa Barbara. Need volunteers and everybody get out there and support uh, Girls Inc. of Santa Barbara. It's been a wonderful day. I know we will, we will, this is not our last time, just one of the times I look forward to talking with you. It's been a pleasure. I know we can do it, Dr. Nancy. Well, Let's go. I know, I know we can. We're doing it. <laughs> Have All a great right. day. Thank you, you so too. much. Bye-bye. Thanks. If you enjoy these smart, amazing conversations, please subscribe, rate, and review them on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. And read and enjoy more amazing stories in my books, In This Together, how successful women support each other in work and life, and leading women. 20 influential women share their secrets to leadership, business, and life. Thank you for listening.